0: Well, Kurt, we want to welcome Rose Rose to our radio broadcast uh, this morning. Uh, Rose, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's a lot of R words, Rose Rose and radio. (laughs) And I've got one more R word for you, retirement. Yes. So tell us about your retirement.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, Kurt, it just seemed like it was time. And I had done a lot of praying about it because I love Haven of Rest. And I have just been thrilled to be a part of it for over 33 years. and. It was, it was a difficult decision, but I'm not getting any younger, and I thought it was probably time to pass the baton to someone who was a little younger and, and a little more energy. And so the timing was just right, and the Lord sort of showed me that, yeah, it's it's time. And when I say retirement, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to be active or involved mm-hmm. in the mission in some way. Let just me guess. Me- let me guess.
0: Reduce <laughs> responsibilities, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I got that phrase from my dad. I heard it all the time.
1: Yes, that's true. Your dad was a very wise man. I yeah. loved him. But does
0: that kind of describe your role, reduce responsibilities?
1: Yes, I would say that's a that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Which is why you're even here today. Yes. To be able to talk to us because of
1: women's auxiliary? There you go. Yes. Yes. That's the right answer. Yes. I plan on continuing with the women's auxiliary as vice president. What that really entails is finding the programming and just enjoying the fellowship of all of these ladies that come down here because I love Women's Auxiliary. They are just devoted women. They come from all walks of life. Most of them are retired now, but there's just a wonderful sense of fellowship and uh, support for what we do here. And uh, I try to make sure we have a program that's something that's either educational or very entertaining. And it's just wonderful to be a part of it i enjoy it very much
0: well you know rose uh there's a lot kurt that we're going to talk to rose about here uh today this morning uh and one of the things uh you mentioned 33 years mm-hmm. uh, praise the lord for that yes let's take you back uh, 33 years ago of coming to the mission how did that all happen and what was that like
1: well, I came here in Commission May. Mission
0: has never been the same since.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that a compliment or is that? <laughs> if
0: you think it's a compliment vote one? I'm just kidding,
1: <laughs> Well, I I came on staff in May of 1985 as the food service manager. I had been volunteering a bit before that in the kitchen because I've always loved uh, working with food and uh, serving large quantities for my church. Or My mother had a business with uh, daycare. She had a daycare uh, camp and also a daycare for younger children. So I knew how to cook in quantity. Um, and I had been an office manager, so Reverend Thomas approached me and said, how about putting your skills together and being our food service manager? At that time, the food service department didn't have a lot of structure mm-hmm. to it. Everybody was sort of doing their own thing. And it was—it it just wasn't very structured. So... At first, I have to say that I said, no, I don't think I can do that (laughs) because I didn't feel qualified. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, you pray about it, and I did. He says, now, you know, if you feel that after working here a few months, it's not where God wants you, or if we see that maybe it isn't working out for you, you have an escape clause after three months probation. I said, okay. I prayed about it, and I thought, yeah, I think the Lord does want me to take that. And my husband at the time was on disability. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had injured himself at work, and um, we needed the income. So I started, and the first day, I remember I, I didn't have anyone to work with. I was on my own. It was a very small food service department at the time. Well, it would have been if you were on your own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there was no staff to help me. And later on, a couple volunteers came in, and I said, I wasn't sure what to do. And your dad, Reverend Thomas, was in Florida. And he called me, and he says, how's it going, Rose? And I said, well... Honestly, I really don't know what to do, because when I was volunteering, it would be a couple hours on Tuesday mornings, and that was it. I said, I really don't know what to do. He says, well, you know, I trust you. I think the Lord puts you in this position. You go ahead and do what you think is best. And I said, well, you know, what What about, you know, the food purchasing and, you know, acquiring all this and the serving end of all that stuff. I, I don't, he says, I trust you. You pray about it. Just put it together, and if things aren't coming together very well when I get back, we'll go over it. Well, he came back,
0: and evidently it was working. <laughs> and so. it, and it, well, to clarify, he didn't come back like the next day. He came no, back when no. he was done with the yeah, there. A couple his, his weeks, and, there, yeah. I think it was. And,
1: and, I mean, it was coming together, and I really felt like I did have uh, some support from other staff, and just the Lord just helped me through that and helped me gain some confidence, and I— um Sought out mentors that were working in dust in like um, commercial food areas, things like that. In fact, I joined um, an association where you learn how to cook and, you know, nutrition and all that kind of thing. And I really loved it because when I served that meal and looked at the The people that were coming in that were having such a very difficult time, I thought how easy it could be for me to be on on that Mm -hmm. other side. Mm -hmm. I could be the one that could be the receiver instead of the giver because my family and I, we were really having a hard time and a very difficult time. And it was, I remember uh, the Christmas before I was hired in here, I didn't know if we were going to be able to provide a Christmas. It was Mm -hmm. tough. So I really had a heart for the people that were coming in for the services at the mission. So I just praise God, and he helped me gain the confidence that I could serve these meals and um, make them nutritious. It was very, very important to me to have them uh, nutritious, look pretty, so it was very enticing to them, hot, smelled good, you know, it was very important to me because that was that was serving the Lord. When I handed that plate over, I would think I could be serving an angel
0: unaware. Mm-hmm.
1: You know. Well,
0: I've come um, through the line many times. When you were <laughs> was that what you were referring to, or what? <laughs>
1: well, you can think that. <laughs>
0: Fallen angel, maybe I don't know. <laughs>
1: but uh, you know, I mean, I was I was afraid, and yet, I would say when people ask me, "What have you?" Uh, what are certain things you've learned from working at the mission? I would say one of the, the great big ones is that if God asks you to do something, he will equip you to do it because mm-hmm. I didn't think I could do it. I told your dad a couple times, Reverend Thomas, that I don't think I can do this. I I, I didn't have the confidence. And I was ready to turn in my notice about three times, and your dad says, no, You'll be fine. You know, you're doing fine. But I was so uh, feeling that I was not capable of
0: lacking some confidence. I, yeah,
1: yeah, I lacked confidence. And then, of all things, he comes and he asks me to speak in front of the Women's Auxiliary. Well, I was terrified, as a mild word. I mean, because
0: uh, you've obviously have overcome that. I mean, uh, I think, think I think we can attest to that. <laughs>
1: Well, when I was in high school and at Kent State, I took zeros if I had to say something oral, and it really hurt me, and I was just afraid to speak to more than two or three people at one time, and he said that he would send me to speech class, and he did, and then he had me speak to the women's auxiliary, and then he had me speak uh, for the banquets, and... And I, was, I praised God the entire time because I didn't drop dead. I didn't shake like a leaf. I mean, mm-hmm. God provides. And I keep telling that to people who are a little bit scared to do something they feel the Lord is calling them to do, that if he's asking you, he will be there. He'll provide mm-hmm. the strength and the wisdom you need to do what he's asking you to do. But I loved working in food service, and I remember at home, uh, I used to get the issues of uh, Bon Appetit, (laughs) and I mean, that's really classy food, and I used to try to like make those menus and stuff, and so when I came to the mission, we get all kinds of donations here. Uh, we We purchase some, but we also receive a lot of donated food mm-hmm. and so I would receive some of this what people might call uh weird food <laughs> and I could make some of these gourmet items, and the people out here in the dining room they just loved it. they thought it was so cool and I would have my volunteers sometimes do radish roses and things like that
0: mm-hmm. I oh mean, the people, for, uh, visual.
1: Absolutely, and I always think. Rose,
0: Rose there was mm-hmm. a time, and I don't know if you remember this or not. Uh, two things stand out to me, and I apologize for interrupting you. But um, of course, I have interrupted you several times before. <laughs> but but we had a, a donation one time of uh, wasn't it like a, a, a cow tongue or something? Yes, yes, yes. And you actually had the guts. <laughs> to to cook that up. It's didn't good. You? Yeah. Yeah and, yeah. and serve that. Uh, absolutely. Did you tell anybody what it was or did you tell uh, them it was chicken or beef? I,
1: I told a few people later <laughs> and they said it was the best roast beef sandwiches they had ever had. <laughs> mm-hmm. They did. Because it's real tender <laughs> yeah. and yeah, we sliced it real thin, made roast beef sandwiches <laughs> and and I remember another time too, somebody donated a goat. Hmm. An old goat, and I didn't know what to do with that old goat. Was so.
0: <laughs> alive or processed?
1: <laughs> they had it processed. <laughs> and I had a wonderful volunteer. Her name was Carol Rivnak, and her uh-huh. husband served on the board for a long time. Yes. And she was familiar with cooking lamb. And she said, I think I can help you when it comes to doing this goat. And we marinated it and cooked it a certain way, and people loved it. It, it turned out real well.
0: You also had uh, one time lobster that was donated yes, here as well. Yes, And I remember, I mean, I. it's not the typical food that's donated to a rescue mission. Right. This hasn't been in our case. And it impressed me because I... Because our clients were getting lobster, I thought this was like six star <laughs> food service. You know that you know, you, you have no resources to come in and it, it, here's lobster for lunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was That's like, right. man, it went to to a six, I call it six star because it's over and above fives. But I mean, it was it was. Unique that way. I mean, well,
1: it was, and I always knew God provided these kinds of things because He loves the people that come in here, Mm -hmm. and they're having such a difficulty in their lives. So many of them don't know where the next meal's coming from. Some of them are just so poor. Some of them are homeless, and. They're special to God, and when we serve them, we want to show them God's love and that he really loves them and yeah. cares for them. Yeah. And so He, we need to give our very, very best, because I always think of that verse in Matthew about um, – you know, as you do unto uh, these, my brethren, you're doing un, right. un, unto the least of these, right. my Brothers. brethren, you're doing
0: unto me. as unto yeah. me.
1: Yes. And I think of that all the time. We're really serving Christ when we serve the people who are coming in here that are facing such difficulties. And I have to say some of them, sometimes uh, they they don't look good. They don't smell good sometimes. They are sometimes... Um, irritable and
0: behave good
1: yeah Yeah. so i mean you have those things but you have to look past it and remember that soul is very important to god absolutely and so you know there's reasons that they are that way and we want to give them god's love every way we can and serving them a good hot meal that is nutritious and looks pretty and Let's them know we care that it's vital because we are showing the gospel, not right. just telling them That's right. we're showing that. That's right.